So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Tyler from Safe Base. And we're going to ask him some questions today about their upcoming album, Another Kill for the Highlight Reel. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? Good. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> Is it bad that I'm not wearing like headphones or something? Do you think I'm gonna like ruin the audio? Should no. I change that? No, okay. no you sound fine. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, I mean, yeah, it's really great. Uh, a lot better than I thought. I guess. I guess I don't really know what I thought. I thought I wasn't gonna put out an album or write an album or do anything really. Uh, but then we did it, and it's going good. I guess. Yeah, it's going great. I really appreciative to like. It's kind of like sort of different i guess and the people who like know the band who have stuck around especially through like at this point like uh three years of like no new music really and uh and have like you know been cool and like receptive to like what we're doing with this album and then to all the new people who are just kind of finding out about it like it's it's all happening and it's really cool so yeah so true the the album rips and back like when we chatted about your last single whenever that came out i said on the mm-hmm. show that i was like this this i don't even have to hear the album i know it's going to be phenomenal and then yeah, today nice. i finally i finally got to listen to it and nice. uh the perks of not being able to see your reflection something is in that song because <laughs> it just it itches my brain the right way i don't know what's up that's with that. awesome that's uh i really love all the songs equally and i think they all bring something different like i don't there's really not one song that like does something else that another one does i i feel mm-hmm. um i feel like that song like unfairly i am like putting towards like the bottom when i rank it but i i've had a couple people who have heard it be like this song's crazy and i'm it's like crazy. oh shit i didn't i thought these other ones were it but that one is awesome too so i'm, I'm glad that you feel that way since it's ranked so low on your rating, I guess it's not going to make the set list then for tour. Well, I don't know. I mean, if it were up to me, we would play all the, all the songs. Uh, we're trying to cram in a lot, mm-hmm. but we'll see. If we're, something's going to have to get cut, unfortunately. You know, and I we haven't really committed to the set list because I refuse to like come to terms with the fact that mm-hmm. songs will have to get cut. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but yeah. All right. That's valid. Because Shane got to say his little piece, I just want to say uh, yeah. this album, fantastic. I've Thank loved you. all the singles that you put out, and it is my second album of the year. Only awesome. second to Tyler the Creator because. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's <but> awesome. <laughs> fantastic album though. It's I amazing. Love that album. Yeah, uh, it's it's amazing. Um, That's like my gym album right now. As it should be. It it bangs. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Uh, so, is there any meaning behind the album name or cover arts? Um yeah uh i guess uh so the album was actually the working title for it was uh the funeral you've been asking for which is the first song Mm -hmm. that was the album all the way through recording up until like the last week of like i would call it like i guess i call it recording really like there was a lot more recording that happened after recording or whatever but the principal recording where like 80 percent of it was recorded uh, in December, November, mm-hmm. November going into December. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the title. And then like the last week, um, it was decided that maybe there's a better title. Um, and the title track, like on the album, like the song, another kill for the highlight reel was only really like an instrumental idea. There wasn't any, uh, like, 
lyrics or even really melodies for it but like I knew I wanted that kind of song to be on the album so after we recorded in December I spent like all of January trying to make this song exist since like now it was kind of too late like it either had to be on the album or the whole thing like wasn't going to be Mm -hmm. and then the like that phrase just kind of like materialized honestly I mean the way I write is just by writing and writing and writing and probably 99% of it is like not used and it's probably very bad uh but the only way I can get to like the 1% of stuff that I think is like good and and like kind of what I want to like represent the band the only way I can get there is if I write like a ton of garbage like so much you know um so that phrase just kind of like happened I guess and I guess it just felt like an all-encompassing kind of phrase for some reason like the whole album has to deal a lot with like um I mean, a bunch of stuff. I mean, the most obvious one is like the relationship between like, uh, like death and new life. But through that, like, there's a lot to do with like power and like reclaiming power for yourself and like power that like other people like take from you or like, like, that's what a lot of the album is about. So like that phrase, like, just felt like kind of like a rallying cry for that idea in context of the songs. And it felt like a more appropriate title because the album is like not some like at least I hope it's not and I don't think and it wasn't my intent to write some like depressing like plotting like whiny kind of thing like it's more of like I don't know like full of energy and anger and a lot of different emotions and it's it's a lot it's not just like some sad fucking emo album like Mm -hmm. that's there but there's like other shit too you know Mm -hmm. um and it just felt really good and then I drew a bunch of concept art because I couldn't figure out what I wanted the artwork to be. And I, I don't really draw at all, but I came up with the idea of just this hand holding this knife. And then um, when Mom Jeans was here recording their album in March, the same studio, it's like 30, like 20 minutes from my house. Like that's why like I recorded there. It was just because of how close it Which was. Which studio? Cool, right? Barbershop Studios with okay. Brett Roms. Yeah. yeah um so we recorded in uh december and then mom jeans was there in march and i was basically there the whole time and uh when i was just kind of hanging out with joel um who did all of like the art for the album i like showed him the you know concept thing and tried to explain the idea and you know he was just hearing the album for the first time and then we just went to this room where i'm in now and like took of that photo and then from that photo he turned it into like that cover art or whatever yeah um so yeah I don't know if that was like a long-winded thing or something but that's pretty much like how all that happened and I don't know if there's meaning but I just think it's cool I just think it like represents like what the album is supposed to be you know mm-hmm. what I mean it's, it's not like supposed to be it's less about like this is exactly what this is it's more of just a visual that I think is like appropriate and uh i just wanted to try and like go for something super like iconic looking and and just like very stark and striking when you see it and like Mm -hmm. i i I don't know i think it is that i think it accomplishes that i think it's very like if you know what it is you know what it is and if you don't you are going to try and find out 
Mm-hmm. Or you're or you're boring and you don't fucking care. <laughs> are, are those some of the drawings behind you that you worked up? Uh, well, there's drawings behind me right now. Uh, that well, that's a drawing that my girlfriend made. The artwork is somewhere. Uh, I would show it to you, but I don't really know where it is. I, at I just right saw now. some of the hands, and I was like, are those yeah, some of the... that's just me cutting out the hands for like the jumpsuit. When I like designed those jumpsuits, I was like trying to like size stuff the right way, and I'm just a weirdo. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so can you tell us a little about your writing process for this album? Yeah, uh, I wrote an album in the summer of 2019, and it was terrible. Uh, and then I was like, I don't know if I should do this uh, anymore. Uh, but it was just super like uninspired. I was at a pretty like weird crossroads, like with music. Like I didn't really know like what I was doing or like what I wanted to do or like what this band like even was anymore, because a lot of stuff like happened really quick, and then. I was super invested in just like touring. And then when it came time to write more, it was like, it just felt like things like kind of gotten, had gotten away from me a little bit, you know? Um, And I can't really like do the, the dance of all of this. And I can't really like deal with the soul crushing bullshit surrounding like pursuing art in 20, whatever unless I have like something that I feel like so inspired and like passionate about, like I, I can't like fake that. And I think like the music that I was writing initially was just not inspiring enough. And like, I'm not going to get out of bed for, for that. Um, And when we were on our tour with just friends in 2019, I remember we were in Columbus, Ohio, and I was super like stressed out and depressed and stuff. And me and Sam uh, from just friends, uh, he brought me to a, mcdonald's to get me a happy meal and uh when we were there i don't exactly remember the like the conversation but it was just something to the effect of like why don't you do this like why don't you try this um and that was like kind of a turning point of like what if i leaned into like these aspects of like what i like in music and and my songwriting um so basically like from when i got back from that tour um i just started writing uh i wrote the first i wrote that first song on the album um like sequentially the first but it also was the first one that was written for the album Mm -hmm. uh the first week of january and i just wrote every day from that day until you know that's january january 1st of 2020 i flew to california and then i wrote and worked on the album every day until november 30th of 2021 and then we recorded it uh and then there was maybe like five sessions between the beginning of january 2020 what fucking year are we even in yeah 2021 so then i recorded every day from january 1st 2020 to november 30th of 2020 (laughs) Uh and then uh there was like five or six sessions like between january and february 2021 and then when mom jeans was in the studio i was also in the studio every day and half of that time i was downstairs re-recording vocals and recording horns and adding new sections and like doing all this shit like that was all happening in the same studio at the same time um and uh yeah 
so a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah. So did you just trash that uninspired album that you just didn't like? Yeah. I mean, it, so, there was some like full songs. There was a lot of ideas. Uh, mm-hmm. It was more like, assuming that you were listeners like are aware or familiar with like Merci, like it was more kind of saying, let me lean into like the more straightforward alternative rock mm-hmm. kind of aspects um, cause I think Mercy kind of like had a foot in that and like a, a foot in a more like dramatic kind of sound, but like kind of try to do both, but didn't fully really do both. Mm-hmm. So initially I was like, I'm going to go for this more straightforward sound. And that is what felt really bad to me. And the, you know, this album is obviously having heard it, I as- assume you'd agree that it is far more in the dramatic, mm-hmm. uh, theatrical yep. realm. And that felt really good. So that's what I did. Uh, do you think like the pandemic was a blessing in disguise for this record? Yeah. I mean, uh, I can't say I, it's like, a, it's, uh, uh, I don't want the pandemic to, if like my album's not worth a pandemic and like, I'm, you know, a million uh-huh. dead people, <laughs> yeah. but like, uh, yeah, the time, it, it, the time at home, the, then, the if you timing, want me to rephrase the it, it's beneficial because like there, I have friends who had just put out albums mm-hmm. and then went on tour and then all that shit was like fucked up. Whereas like I hadn't put out an album in two years. So like this should have been the time I was writing. I was planning on recording this album in like June or July uh and then when everything happened i obviously like you know it was like no rush now and that if if i had tried to record this in june or july it would have been very not good it would have been the album would not have would not have like happened the way that it happened um Mm -hmm. so i'm I'm very grateful for like that time because i needed a lot of time to figure a lot of stuff out you know like just for me as a person and for the band and then as i got into the album like it, it needed the time to like turn out this way you know mm-hmm. yeah so true all right uh, so i want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this album and the meaning behind it that's really hard yeah, um, a lot of lyrics. <laughs> yeah which like usually i don't write like that many lyrics and i repeat a lot of stuff but i wrote a lot of lyrics for this which is like lyric writing is also like the part that i wouldn't say i dislike but I, it takes me so long. It takes me like, so like, I'm not like, I can't just like write good stuff really fast. Like I have to write, like I said before, like so much stuff that I don't like, but, um, well, I'll say that I really, really like, I think the like diction and like structure of the lyrics and curse me out is like really good. I really mm-hmm. like that. I'm really proud of that. I like the like the way that my word choices and and the way the words like play with each other. I really like in that song. Um, I'm really proud of the lyrics in the last track. Please murder me. Uh, I'm like proud of like, all the lyrics. Uh, you should be. I don't know if I could pick a line. I I just I really love them all so much. I'm I don't want to like do a cop out like kind of thing. You know what I mean? Uh, but. I don't know if I could pick one line. I'm sorry. All right, I, I that's just, fine. It's too right. hard. It's too hard for me right now. I'm too close to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's valid. Um, so how'd the track list for the album come about? Did you write the opener be the opener, closer be the closer? Did you just kind of shuffle it? What was the idea for that? Yeah, Um. well, 
so I, I flew out to California to meet up with um, Bart for mom jeans to try and like shake me into like, like just to like help me like start because like I couldn't start. And uh, I guess like we had, when he was doing the last grad life album, he was kind of bouncing a lot of ideas off me. Um, and like, I was giving a lot of input and I feel like that kind of dynamic, then like, I was like, okay, now I need you to help me with my album. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, a lot of, well, a couple of the songs um, were actually like born from um, some grad life, like ideas that he went in a different direction with, with his band. Um, mm-hmm. But he was like someone who like, I felt understood what I wanted to do. And that, I think that's the most important thing, like with any creative person trying to do anything creative is like finding the right creative collaborators or just, you have to find someone who like knows what you're kind of going for. Maybe you can see your vision. Um, at least I kind of have to, to feel like comfortable. Um, so that when we went, you know, when I went to meet up with Bart, it was just like, trying to take that first step and i thought of that title before we had written any music because we were trying to write music and it was not like happening so then he just kind of like kept forcing me to come up with titles so i came up sorry my fucking monitors keep turning (laughs) uh i just kind of came up with that title which has a couple different meanings and then i sang the title with that opening melody on the thing and then we just built a song from there that was the first song i knew it was going to be the first song um and the last song i knew was going to be the last song because there was no way like any other song can like follow that song up sequentially i think like it would be like weird honestly i think like watch you die again you can almost think as like maybe the ending of the album and please murder me is more of like an epilogue if that makes sense you know what i mean and, and then intentionally, like, there's this relationship between, like, the funeral you've been asking for and, like, please murder me. So there's, like, this cyclo- cyclical thing going on where it's, like, the ending, like, kind of restarts the album in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. All right. Perfect. All right. Uh, so what song off this album took the longest to write and which one is your personal favorite? I know you said you can't really rank them. Yeah. You can't really pick a favorite. But I could I answer that better, probably. Uh the longest one to write mm-hmm. i might have to like go through the list so not the first one because mm-hmm. that was like a couple of days curse me out no it might have been another kill because that was the one that i kept trying to make work there was probably like 10 different vocal versions of that song and the lyrics and stuff wow. like that mm-hmm. bury me tonight was quick uh sharpen your teeth i just needed to convince myself that we could do a song like that yeah i i really wanted to and every time i try to like write a fast song because there aren't really that many like fast safe face songs historically but once i like gave myself permission to like do it it was like so easy yeah. <laughs> um but it took a while to like get there because it just felt like oh this is too uncomfortable like there's no like this is gonna be bad you know um I think Feudal Heart, I wrote the instrumentals in a day and a half and I wrote all the lyrics on the elliptical machine at Planet Fitness. <laughs> uh, and uh, 
yeah, I, I really do think it was probably another kill because it was coming out of the studio and now it was like pressures on like this album needs to get mixed in like a month or two. I need to like figure this out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was probably that one. Um, my favorite song, I would say. I think Bury Me Tonight is just like my favorite all encompassing song. It's just so much fun. Uh I think there's, I, I, I love that song a lot. If it's not that one, it's probably Please Murder Me just because I've never done anything like that before. And I also feel like a lot of my peers haven't done that before. So I'll be a little bit of an asshole and say like, that's kind of cool. You know what I mean? That yeah. it feels like that song is like, I accomplished something that like was a big deal for me. I think it's just like a cool arrangement. And like I said, I haven't done anything like before, but it's just cool that like, it feels like I pushed myself and like pushed the band outside what like just, you know, might be expected of like a band like us or something, but yeah. Uh, so where was your headspace at while you're writing this album? Um, that <laughs> it was not good. It was, it was me like, uh, really coming to terms with like, my mortality and like the idea of just like everything like and just like everything i have like losing everything i have everyone like that i know dying like my family dying like i just really started to think about that in a more like real way mm-hmm. because i've always been like i've always had that thing of like waking up at like 2 a.m and like thinking about like what happens after i die and like mm-hmm. thinking about that thought and like getting all freaked out. But like, I just haven't really been able to shake that. And I don't know if it's just like getting older. I think maybe the pandemic like ha- exas- exacerbated it, but like I had been kind of like really dealing with those kinds of thoughts a lot more before. Um, and yeah, it was just thinking about that. I mean, it was thinking about how the fact that I've been doing like music for so long and most of the time it is very discouraging like among the brief moments of joy that I have like during a set or like in the studio writing like effectively everything else is bullshit and like not really fulfilling and really bad uh so I feel like I was feeling like the bad parts of music a lot and then like thinking about all like this dark stuff a lot and uh it really helped i guess it helped me like wade through all of that because now i'm really excited to play and share this and like build out like just the non-musical parts of like the album and like this album's all about world building you know Mm -hmm. so it's like i'm excited about like all those creative aspects and i'm really excited to like go on tour with like just my band and and everything but uh while i was writing it it was you know it was bad, but I don't really know who's in a good mental space like in the last two years. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe like, I don't, I have no fucking idea, but yeah. Fair can enough. I curse? Can I not curse? I don't know. If that no, oh, no, you should curse. Yeah. Okay. You're all good. I'm from New Jersey. I mean, aren't you guys from New Jersey? I am. Jane or... is. I'm from Virginia. Okay. For sure. That's cool. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's all right. <laughs> Actually, you were born here. So yeah, counts. I was born in Jersey. So. Oh, well, then, yeah, that's what I mean, though. Like, you yeah. know, like, New Jersey is the greatest place on earth. So yeah, well, it is. Well, you can't argue with it. You live in Virginia, no. so you you got no no pay, no place I, to talk. Oh yeah, I okay. have big New Jersey pride. Mm-hmm. 
as you should. But not in like the broy way. I just really like it here. You know, yeah, that's exactly. Fun. You got the Jersey Shore. What else do you need? I like the shore, not the show, but yeah. I like, oh. the, I like the, the place. The yeah, of course, of yeah. course. Wow. All right. Uh, so, how do you recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should they put it on the car with friends? Should they turn off the lights, put on some headphones, listen to it? Should they work out to it? Is it a elliptical album? Well, what do you think? Um, I would say if you are gonna listen to it in the car and mm-hmm. you're someone who is like really uh, in touch with your emotions and you're not like just numb, like how I've been feeling for like six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to it in the car real loud. Maybe don't be driving the car, maybe like park the car, you know? Um, but, uh, if you're a pretty like happy person and like hearing songs, cause it's really fun. I guess if, if like disturbing lyrics that aren't going to like make you feel like some sort of way, then like, yeah, like I just think you should play it loud, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, because I don't know. It's like a very like demanding kind of sound and it's cool loud. I, I don't know. I think a lot of music sounds good loud um but yeah i don't know all right mm-hmm. uh this question should be super super quick off the top of your head i want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words no more no less three words three, three words. words as fast as you can uh, as fast as i can mm-hmm. uh I'm not, I'm, i feel like i'm already going so slow uh dark mm-hmm. confronting mm-hmm murder okay. there you go know, like, perfect <laughs> perfect got it uh yeah either that yeah uh, that, that's my answer i guess I locking know. it in all right yeah perfect uh so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this album to invoke in your listeners um a feeling of i want people to feel powerful mm-hmm. i want people who often don't feel powerful or feel like i don't know unconfident or unsure of themselves or afraid or nervous i i want i want you to let this album help you feel more confident because that's like what it is for me you know i like that that's very good uh so what band or artist influence you think you can hear the most on this album if any um i mean probably weird al right no i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> be crazy okay. right? if i was like uh well i know that every single person on twitter wants to say my chemical romance but you've never listened uh, to them yeah i mean <laughs> it's just like i don't know i i guess it just oh it just makes me uh it just is a little funny to me the way that people talk about that band because they talk about them sometimes like their their little best kept emo secret and it's like i hate to break it to you that band was the biggest band in the world that played guitars for like three years before they broke up mm-hmm. uh like they played fucking every massive stage yeah. yeah you know what i mean like so it's just like, are they an influence? I mean, yeah, but like, it's because it was my childhood and like, I lived through that. You know what I mean? Um, so in the same way that Queen is an influence, in the same way that I can name all these bands like that were just what I was brought up on. So whether or not 
I leaned into it or not. Those influences are always there. I mean, those influences are in our previous material too. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, it's more just like an embedded influence that is just ever present, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the influences that like, I think like engaged with the, the you know, the sounds that you hear on the album are definitely like queen and my come for sure but like the ones that i was like trying to tap into more were just like so much a lot of like i revisited a lot of my favorite like broadway numbers there's this band there's this band that uh, ryan gosling's in called dead man's bones that i like a lot they're signed to well they put out their music on anti which is a sister uh label uh with epitaph Dead Man's Bones. It's like a goth kind of thing. Really good. Um, like a lot of just goth music. And uh, it'd be a weird, uh, like if, if I pulled the playlist, the, you know, all the playlists that I had, like all my lists, like I have like lyric writing playlists, instrumental playlists. It'd be a, it'd be a wide array. Like when, when we're talking about Sharpie Your Teeth, it's like Under Oath and the Chariot and shit like that. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about uh, Curse Me Out, uh, it's, totally different um so it really is just a product of like what i like uh you know and like what what it's more of like me trying to tap into like this world building thing and like it 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 ends up sounding the way it ends up sounding you know what i mean it's like it's a product of like me living my life for 27 years age leak right there 27 uh (laughs) but yeah all right and since we're on the topic of, of other bands i just wanted to say that i love that you guys have leaned into the gay slipknot comment that you guys got yes. oh yeah it's great that was a that was a gift that was a <laughs> i love it that was a gift expect that on merch for this tour and that's not oh, a thank joke. god i would buy that <laughs> or i'll grab you one <laughs> yeah. please please god. Uh, so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this album um my favorite memory that I made. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Um, recording this album was so, it, it was the most fun I've had in so, so long. Um, all, all of the time spent when I was recording, all the time spent when I was recording, um, when MJ was recording, like all those days were so much fun. Um, all of the like, heartbreakingly devastating days of writing this were not fun but they were like incredibly like visceral and like i felt really in touch with like just being a person and that was like rewarding in a weird way i guess mm-hmm. um i don't know if i could pick one um i hate that i keep copying out from these these questions but like i guess maybe the best one from recording um might have been uh hearing back like the last song when it was like really done was like really really rewarding for me so i think that's probably my answer all right i like that uh so picture this you're on tour you're at a gas station for a rest stop what is your snack of choice um either a cliff bar peanut butter mm-hmm. crunch cliff bar 
but if it's more snacky then probably like probably like pretzels i love pretzels so much mm-hmm. okay. so uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. are we favorite. talking like like pretzels isn't like the traditional like crunchy mini pretzel or are we talking about like the the sticks that's a great question uh honestly i'm not that picky but i really love the sourdough like nuggets yeah you know what I'm talking about because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i really love sourdough a lot and we don't really have like sourdough stuff on the east coast as compared to the west coast where there's like sourdough everywhere yeah um so i really love those a lot yeah right. good take uh so on the topic of food if the band was a dish what dish would the band be um a chicken parm chicken parm just because okay. new jersey and like you know what i mean <laughs> that's like the worst answer possible but that's what it is because new jersey exactly. love it because new yeah. Jersey, yeah uh so where do you see the band in the next five years um well if the next five years yeah i mean i guess if like we're not all dead um then i guess i would hope that maybe i would have figured out what the next album should be mm-hmm. but i don't really know to be honest with you i'm pretty invested in this and given that it took me three years to put out another one i guess i hope that we're putting out another album okay but that'd be good is that going to be the plan really like goal. like three three years for a record or or just like when you're inspired an album will come yeah, out yeah i mean i know a lot of like i know it's probably better to have higher output and i guess like i just really enjoy putting out like full pieces of like music that like i thoroughly enjoy like i don't really get a lot out of like putting out a song i guess um like i guess if it's like a really awesome song and like it it feels like special that's one thing but I guess I just I understand like why bands want to put out more because it's probably like good and better for like staying relevant and stuff. Um, and it's fun to write and put out songs. And if, if I could do that, if I could write, you know, singles that I think are good, great. But I feel like typically I need like the big picture of an album to have like a sense of direction. Mm-hmm. So it's like hard for me to think of like, I don't know, I, I guess. I'm not saying it has to take three years, but it, it seems like I have a track record for taking a long time, you know? Okay. Yeah. That's what you That's sign fine. up for when you're a safe face fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so for these last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. That's preferred. Okay, cool. <laughs> so we're actually going to go straight to death row. Boom. Right. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Oh, I know exactly what the answer to this is. Okay. Um, it would be a Taylor ham, egg and cheese, salt, pepper, mayo on an everything bagel from GNA Hot Bagels 2 in Butler, New Jersey on Route 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, greatest bagel place in the world, open 24-7. Uh, highly recommend you check it out. Um, and my drink would be McDonald's Spray. All right. Perfect. I love that. Uh, so if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? Um, the world of this album, and I would be dead in like a week probably. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was dark okay yeah, yeah. perfect all right it'd be fun uh, it would be 
well, not the dying part, but yeah, well, that would be fun. Okay. Uh, so I actually have the honor of asking the last question. Every mm-hmm. single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. Okay. What is your favorite color? Red. I saw that coming. Yeah, I saw that coming too. <laughs> Which is, it's not even just like an album thing. Like my favorite color has really always been red. So all right. as it should be. It's a superior yeah. color. That's uh, true. So as Glory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you'd like to plug? Just the album, I guess. And it comes out. Hopefully, will it be out by the time this is out? Yes. Mm-hmm. You'll be on tour, then probably. Yeah. You're in luck. We're on tour. I would say come to a show, but everyone is sold out. So just listen to the album or come to the show if you have a ticket or sell the ticket to someone else if you decide we're bad. I don't really know, but that's what's going on. So yeah all right sell uh, a ticket to me <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, well thank you for now this has been Taylor, uh, tyler from safe face my bad and we have been the good noise podcast <laughs>